Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 7, you will hear stories from our 8th collection, Lost and Found. Find links to 6-Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at randalljones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. The Essentials by Catherine Parisio. Catherine, get out here, now! The urgency in my husband's voice was unmistakable. My heart seized up and I bolted from the sink without even thinking. Wiping my hands on my shirt, I ran out from the restroom. What's these? Pierre shouted, throwing two large backpacks at my feet. Confusion took hold as I watched him vanish into the crowd. Moments later, I spotted him pushing through the main doors of the La Paz bus station. He beelined towards me, his eyes revealing a mix of fear and anger. Somebody stole our backpack. Oh, shit. I slumped onto the bench, realizing our passports were in that bag. Our bus to Cusco, Peru was leaving momentarily, but without passports, we could not board. And it was not just the passports. Everything essential was in that bag. Our credit cards, ATM card, and more than a month's salary in cash. My stomach clenched at the thought of all our vacation money gone. Pierre went to the ticket agent. Thankfully, she was sympathetic and refunded our money, providing us with at least some funds. How could we have been so stupid? I knew what Pierre meant. We knew the risk of putting everything important in one bag, but we had been out late celebrating with friends, and packing was a low priority. I had planned to repack at the bus station, but in the early morning fogginess of too much wine and too little sleep, I just didn't do it. What do we do now? I wondered aloud. We talked about catching the bus back to Cochabamba and our apartment, but that felt like defeat. We had a month-long trip planned, and we had been gone for only 18 hours. We were not going to let the thieves steal our vacation as well. We made the arrangements to get new passports and have some money wired. With nothing more to do for the moment, we found a cheap room for the night. In silence, we crawled onto the bed and huddled together. No amount of tears or swearing was going to bring back our bag. So once we calmed our emotions, we revised our travel plans to reflect our new reality. In the morning, we headed to the nearby town of Sorata. Boarding the bus, I marveled at the Cholitas, who managed to carry everything they needed wrapped in a blanket slung across their shoulders, including their babies. The bustling chaos of Lima receded, and the bus was soon careening down the narrow dirt road that connects the Altiplano to the Yungas lowlands. Without a camera to capture the scenery, I focused on the small details of the landscape so I could later write precise descriptions in my journal. Peering out the window, I said a little prayer as I glanced the heart-stopping drop-offs that were entirely too close to the wheels of the bus. In the distance, the craggy snow-peaked peaks of the Iyampu burst out from the flat desert plain, a giant white creature hulking over the dusty expanse. 
After several hours on the twisting road, Sorata came into view, a relief to my queasy stomach. The surrounding valley was a patchwork of family farms clinging to the steep hillsides. Sheep grazed on lush grass as farmers tended their fields with the simplest of tools, ones that I imagine had been used for generations. I settled back in my seat, truly savoring the moment. The sun, fresh air, and brilliant blue sky filling me with a deepening contentment. As we stepped off the bus, a young man greeted us, offering us a room. Normally, we would be reluctant to trust a stranger, but given that our guidebook had been among the items stolen, we had a newfound appreciation for the kindness of strangers. He led us to his home. The available room was simple and the bathroom was shared, but it was clean, close to the main plaza, and best of all, less than the equivalent of five dollars per night. During our altered vacation, we came to realize the items lost in the stolen backpack were not indispensable after all. An ability to adapt, to appreciate simplicity, and to recognize gifts that come from facing adversity are the important skills for life, and the trip we created was an experience that I would not have had otherwise. Hiking along the shores of Lake Titicaca, soaking my feet in the hot springs of the Uyuni salt flats, and crawling around the silver mines of the Potosi are memories that can never be taken away. And to prove that we really did not lose anything essential at all, years later we lived and worked in Peru, where we visited all the places we had originally planned to see during our stolen vacation. Copyright 2023, Catherine Paricio. Catherine Paricio spent nearly two decades living overseas and teaching at international schools. From South America to Africa to the Middle East, the insights and challenges of the expat life, as well as the wealth of travel opportunities available, gave her a lot to write about. Living in Oregon at present, she and her husband are adjusting to life as empty nesters and are eager for their next adventure. When she is not out on the trail with her hiking buddies, Catherine works as a freelance book editor and she writes. Read more about this writer and background on this story in a special feature of 6-Minute Stories called Author's Talk. Thank you for listening to another 6-Minute Story. You can read them all in the eight anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. That's R-A-N-D-E-L-L jones.com. There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next Personal Story Publishing Project. And remember, everybody loves a good story.